and welcome to 2022 and the South Road Boys. Hello, mate. Hello. Happy New Year. Not New Year, but happy not New Year. It will, will it be? It will be essentially by the time you listen to this, won't it? Yeah, you'll be well, in not 2022. Well, not by the time you listen to this, you're listening to it now, but yes. <laughs> the people listening who are listening now, the, the road they'll is. be listening then, yes. which will be now. Yes. Yeah, just like that. So I wonder how many people put off opening Christmas presents though to listen to the Christmas Spectacular. I did get a message mm-hmm. from someone. Yes. Actually, that's a very good point. Good reminder. Uh, young Riley. Yes. Actually sent me a message on uh, Christmas morning. Oh, wow. Uh, Merry Christmas, mate. Um, I'll just kind of... Uh, also, uh, I swear, SRB are a pair of fucking wizards. <laughs> now, I'm just going to... Fucking magic. We I'm, are the Gandalf I'm going to let people think about that for a minute. <laughs> fucking wizards. wizards. We are wow. the Game of Thrones. We're like Harry Potter of podcasting. Yeah, he said uh, in the outro to the, today's episode, which is the one we just listened to, uh, the pair of you said you would love it if someone woke up, thought themselves they would listen to today's episode first thing in the morning and wanted to save it for the commute between relatives. And he said he saved the Christmas episode to listen to on the drive to his mum's place. Nice. Uh, sorry, from mum's place to dad's place. Um, Perfect. And the outro played just as he pulled in the driveway. Oh, like we planned it. You know why? Because we're fucking wizards. Wizards. Time wizards. So, Riley, um, make glad that we could make your Christmas. Merry Christmas, mate. Yeah. So Merry Christmas. Go. We weren't so fucking stupid after all, were we? Oh. Doing an early release. Yeah. Normally, if guys say they have an early release, <laughs> people aren't saying you're a wizard. No, <laughs> <laughs> no one's calling that magic. No. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just glad that Riley was happy yes. that we had an early release. Excellent. Nice. Fucking magic. <laughs> Now, oh, I've I've got something. Yeah, you have, and I'm, I'm really sorry. I, just, I don't really understand what it is. I see a Kmart thing on it. I don't know what that means. It's like a box. It looks like it hangs on a wall. It's got little key things in the back of it. Oh my golly gosh! <laughs> it's a fucking light box. It is with a South light Road box. Boys on air. Correct. <laughs> on a light box. On a light box. Like, it's all official and everything. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Isn't it? That is brilliant. Yes. That was, that was a gift from my sister. Oh, that is spectacular. I mean, she didn't spend all the money on that. Oh, that has got nothing to do with money. No. That is... She's a fucking wizard. Nah. She, <laughs> she's a fucking wizard. That's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. She's Actually, she's more like a Dobby. She's um, more like a half elf. Was this a Jen sister that did this? Yes. Right, yep. Yes. Well done, Jen. Now, my, Jen other the wizard. Sister, my other sister and I both received a gift from my mother, which we had to open simultaneously. Oh, synchronized gifting. Synchronized <laughs> gifting. Have you read my t shirt? Oh, shit. No, I haven't even looked at that. Oh, no way. Way. Has she got the other version of it? Correct, she does. So for those people who are playing at home, oh my god! Many many moons ago, my little baby sister Steph decided that it'd be a bit of a bit of a funny thing to do to start up an Insta page, and you can all go to it. Uh, we are the South Road Boys, mm. and she became the South Road Baker. Yeah, which just seemed like a rip off. It just really just was. just a smidge. Yeah, but it was a bit of a dig, and I quite liked it. Look, it's family all out. Exactly, and she's really good at baking. Like, she's a fucking wizard. She's a wizard. So I'm stuck at on this, aren't I? It's just it's there. <laughs> Got to get it's off the wizard trail. Wizardry, wizardry, wizardry. Um, so my t-shirt says South Road Boys. And where it says boys, there's a red line through it, and it's got Baker. And my sister's got South Road Baker with a line through it that says South Road Boys. <laughs> Isn't it funny that you've walked in, and I hadn't even looked at your shirt? Didn't even notice it. No. The amount of stupid shit that I have on my T-shirts. Yeah, and I didn't notice it. You were like... Oh. Mainly because you kind of came in, and then I said, got to go and grab some washing off, being a domestic mm. goddess that I am. <laughs> go on and grab that. Laundry wizard. Yeah, so, so I've come back, and by the time I've sat down, you kind of already... You're stationary on your seat. You're kind of hidden away by the laptop just slightly. Yep. You're in the zone. And I'm thinking, mm. okay, I need to get in the zone too because you've mm. set a precipice there. Like, exactly. It's, it's where it needs to be. I've started casting podcasting spells yeah. for our wizardry. Basically, and I'm thinking, okay, I need to be in the game. Mm. I need to be on here. Yeah, so exactly. I haven't looked at your tits. No. I've looked at my First laptop. First time ever. Mm. Oh, they're good, aren't they? <laughs> aren't they ever? Yeah, Movies so. are us. That's cool. It is very cool. South Road Baker. So she's obviously got one that says South Road Baker with the Baker crossed out. Correct. And it, it says, says boys. boys underneath. Yeah. That's so. Spectacular. 
It just is. Um, speaking of Christmas, mate, how was yours? You had a great Christmas. Yes. You went up to um, the highlands of Tasmania. Mm. Uh, there's no bagpipes that play up there to my knowledge. I reckon there'd like be there should one. Be. I reckon there'd be one bloke called Keith. You reckon? Who's got a beard. I tell you what, Keith big, McCulloch. Great place, though. Set up on one of the hills that looks out over the lakes. Yeah, just see the, 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 the mist rolls in. Yeah, and the bagpipes just kind of echoing through the mist over the water. Be haunting as If you fuck. were ever going to hold a bag Tasmanian bagpipe festival, the Central Highlands would be the location oh, for it. Have to be. Yeah. In is it autumn or spring where you get the the mist roll in? Oh, look. To be completely honest, mate, up there could happen today. <laughs> I mean, you never know what's going to happen in that place. Yeah, it's, it's random for weather. It's deliverance country too, as well. Yeah, so. I, mean, we're, I did actually snow up there one Christmas here about a decade ago. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, Welcome, so Tassie. Anything is possible. Anything is. Uh, but no, it was great. Caught up with the fam. Oh, try. And um, we, oh, try. And we had a great day. Caught up. Um, as I said to you, I think previously, and we've done it a few previous years. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister and brother-in-law are involved in one of the community groups up there and what they do is they have a, a day that a lot of the ladies put together, cook a heap of food, and they invite everyone to come along who doesn't have family up in that region. So like an orphan's Christmas? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Um, and it's like, I think it's $10 if you live in the area or $20 if you don't. Bargain. And it's a full-on feast. Yes. I'm talking way too much food. Like- Out of control. CWA approved. <laughs> CWA approved? Yeah, Country Women's Association. Of course, yeah, the Lamington crew. <laughs> yeah, the Lamington crew. Yeah, so, you, you're uh, the Lamington crew! Yeah. <laughs> um, CWA so, represents! <laughs> I didn't see any of that. No. No. Uh, that was a good day. Really good day. Just catching up and we stayed in a friend's shack up there and had a few drinks and a few laughs and just good family catch up. Perfect. I love it. That's what I love about Christmas. It's just mm. getting together with the fam who... I do actually love and adore, and strangely enough, they seem to feel the same way about me, which says a lot about their sanity. They drink heavily, though, so, you know. Gets, <laughs> how could you not? How could you not? It does. Yeah. Uh, so. No, it was good. And um, and now it's holiday time for me. Bang. I'm on holidays till the 31st of January. What? I know. Now, what was your big plan for New Year's Eve? Seems how it's been and gone. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's did, a really good point. What did you do? Um, I was camping. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, whereabouts in this world did you camp? Like, Well, if it had been where I planned, and I reckon it will be, yes. um, possibly Black River. Black which River. Which is down near Stanley Way. Getting nuts in Stanley. Yeah, so I'm actually heading off in the morning. And is there a big soiree plan for Black River in New Year's Eve? No idea, mate. I'm just heading down there by myself. Just you and the Kindle? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I don't know how it'll go. To be honest, the reason why I say I'm not sure whether it'll definitely be there was is it depends <laughs> um, how busy one. it is. I may get there. There might not be any sites. Mm. Just can't book sites here. It's just first in. Oh, and then so, you've got the ghost campers. Yeah, and the fact that I'm just kind of me, I'm just hoping there'll be a spot there somewhere. Snuggling. So. See what happens. Put your big daddy swag in between big some others. Big daddy. Hello. So we'll do that. So the plan is to go down there for, you know, three or four nights and just kick back and just have a few drinks, play a few tunes, um, read a few books, maybe go for a swim if it's warm enough, mm-hmm. take the bike down, go for a little pedal around the place. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe meet some random people. And just say, how's it going? Pretty much. That's it. What's going on, y'all? What's up? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, if that goes to plan, which it obviously did, mm. I spent New Year's Eve camping. Nice. Probably with everyone else going, woohoo! It's going to play <laughs> fucking randoms running around everywhere. And I'm just there, like, outside my swag, you know, so having a gym beam. <laughs> so, fucking New Year's Eve is fun, isn't it? Putting your underwear on the on the on the line, <laughs> <laughs> looking looking for a swag buddy. <laughs> uh, so, I now, gotta admit, I'm not. Overly excited about New Year's Eve this year. I'm just happy to be on holidays. Well, funny you should mention New Year's Eve. That just happened. That's just happened. Because what <laughs> you would have me. what you would have worn. What would I have worn? This gift that I have oh, decided to on gift. What is all to these you. things you brought with you today? It's post Christmas. I've, right I've, I've brought you a not real Christmas gift. Christmas gift. But something that you can wear for New Year's. Oh, wonderful. I, I, this frightens me. This, I think you will get a lot of wear out of. Right. And I think it's going to help pick up a tent buddy or a swag really? buddy. Really? I'm frightened. Excellent. Right. So, uh, happy the New Year's Eve, mate. What is that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuckballs. And I can actually see his fuckballs. <laughs> It's a mankini. Yes. 
Holy, why do they call it a mancini posing pouch? Isn't a mancini just a mancini? I mean, is it, is it called Christ. a mancini or is it just called a no, posing pouch? it's actually pouch? called mancini posing pouch. Well, it's, it's, it's not functional. It's just something to stand around in to say, look what I got going on. So this is a re-gifting, is it? Yeah. You decided it wasn't for you? It was not. So you've My decided, wife agreed. <laughs> so you've decided yes. to give your podcasting partner- mm. Bit of a leg your up in 2022. Yeah. I haven't put it on. Release I've, I've, your I've, inner exhibitionist. Perfect. That's a, yeah, so I haven't worn it yet. No. no right, no. cool. So I don't have to, like, you know, take any red pubes out of it or anything. The nude. I don't have to de-ginger it. <laughs> de-ginger it. <laughs> wow. No rusty nuts for you. So the fe- there's features of it. Like, have you seen the features? <laughs> no, I didn't go oh, no. in depth with it. <laughs> wow. So it also says up the top, uh, get the attention you deserve. Mm, hello. Uh, the, so the features, um, ultra-flattering one-piece design, mm-hmm. tasteful fluorescent green soft-touch <laughs> material. Have you, ever heard, have you ever heard the words tasteful and lime green in the same sentence? Perfect for the exhibitionists in all of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, great for fancy dress and bachelor parties. Why would it be great for a bachelor party? I'm going out with my mates for a night in the piss. What am I going to wear? A mankini. Yep. Nothing says good time with the lads like wearing fuck Okay, all. there's a warning. <laughs> and I think this is this is pretty serious. Okay. Yep. I'm glad it comes with this. Wearing in public will attract a lot of attention mm. in brackets from the both sexes. From both sexes, not the both. Yeah, the both. <laughs> I've never heard them called the both The sexes. both sexes. Yeah. Uh, from both sexes. Uh, Please ensure you're prepared for this before wearing and are ready to deal with the consequences May be a choking hazard to others. Is that what it says? Doesn't say that, <laughs> uh, but it does say one size fits all. Oh, that's a that's a big call. It's also made in China. If yeah. I get a COVID penis, I won't be happy. <laughs> COVID cock. Mind you, if it's nine inches, I'll also faint. <laughs> Thanks, mate. That's um, that's yeah. that's great. Now the only thank you. For the, the only that. trepidation um, I have with regifting that to you. <laughs> Is that I, I had that very, very small moment of fear <laughs> of that at some point in time in the next 12 months, we're going to podcast. And, and I'm going to come wear out wear it. I've got to admit, I don't even think I'd do that to you. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I don't think I could do it to myself. <laughs> but now you're going to be wondering whether I've tried it on. I am. <laughs> can we have, can we have Mankini updates? <laughs> Mankini updates. Welcome to the South Road Boys Mankini Minute. <laughs> oh, Mankini Moments with Man- the South Road Boys. Yeah. Have you worn it? No. Nah. All right. No. Moving on. <laughs> Check in again next week. <laughs> Speaking of checking in, I oh, will fuck. finish out. What else have you got? No, 2021 uh, was the year of the 1990 school diary. Yes, it was. Uh, we did finish the school year. But I did promise, and I have been contacted, that I didn't deliver on that. You've been contacted? Uh, what, the yeah. one fan of the diary in the entire planet? <laughs> yes, pretty much. Uh, so I am going to read out from uh, the 17th of December right. through to the 31st of December, very, very quick, rapid fire, what was in the diary. Right, mate. You do that then. I'm mm. just going to sit back and try and embrace my inner Borat. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Uh, on the 17th, Sarah Dolan from Banana Rama was born in 1961. Uh, the 18th, Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones was born in 1944. Oh, hello. On Wednesday, the 19th of December, Alyssa Milano, born in 1972. Mr. Sexuality himself, Billy Bragg, was born in 1958 on the 20th. The 21st, Carl Wilson from the Beach Boys, 1946. Uh, Robin and Maurice Gibb, the BG Twins, were born in 1949 on the 22nd. Not only was it Sue de Groot's birthday on the 23rd, it was also Corey Haim was born in 1971. Uh, Christmas Eve, which is the 24th, was Lemmy from Motorhead. May you rest in peace. The Ace of Speeds. Ace of Speeds. Nice voice. Yeah. Walking on Broken Glass. Birthday wishes to Lanny Lennox on Christmas Day. Boxing Day uh, was uh, the Beatles film Magical Mystery Tour premiered in 1967. Uh, Thursday the 27th, Simon Lebron uh, gets married. You're smashing through this, mate. Yeah, gets married in 1985. Friday the 28th, uh, Rosie Vella was born in 1954. I don't know who Rosie is. Rosie Uh, Vella. The 29th was Marianne Faithful 
was born in 1946. Sunday the 30th, Tracy Ullman was born in 1959. I don't know any of these last four. And on New Year's Eve in 1946, we welcomed Patti Smith into the world. And I could not tell you who uh, Rosie Vella, Marianne Faithful. Oh, Marianne Faithful. Rosie Vella was an American model, singer, and songwriter. There you go. Tracy Ehrman. Patty Smith and Marianne. She was a ginger too, by the way, mate. Oh. So you should, I, mean, I thought you knew about. Okay. I thought all gingers knew about all the other gingers. Yeah, well, there's so I many you of us connected, like the Borg. There's so many of us. You're just a big collective. The collective, and I didn't. Did I read out on our live show? Um, the back of the diary actually has um, Joe couldn't attend school. No, I mean you might have read that out, but I was probably asleep at the time. Yeah. So dear, <laughs> dear Mister Teacher. Mr. Teacher. Well, okay. well, it's got Dear M and then the person's written Mr. Teacher. Right. As parent and guardian of Joe Mather, I wish to advise that his, her absence on this year and last year was due to his absence from school. Your sincerely, Joe's mum. Really thought about that one. Yeah. And the last one, Joe is medically insane and has a pom-pom where his brain has been surgically removed. He has a serious mental, physical, and emotional retardation. Joe's made the medical certificate. Fantastic. Oh, it's finally, we got to the truth in the diary. Yep. And that's it, mate. That is mate. my 1990 Aww. school diary. Stick a fork in it. It is done. I've got to say, that was just the gift that kept on giving this year. For 12 months. Oh, Last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Timey-wimey. I know. Bang. Speaking of timey-wimey, mm. I, I just noted this one down. Um, um, Georgia Moffat mm. um, played a character called Jenny in Doctor Who. Jenny. And she played the character, um, she was the Doctor's daughter. In Doctor Who. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I in, remember the one. Yeah, 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 it was created genetically through the hand of the Doctor and stuff. And of blah, course. Blah, through yep. DNA, timey-wimey. Wizardry! Wizardry, more wizardry. stuff like that. Wizardry everywhere. <laughs> it's a year of the wizard. Year, is 2022 the year of the wizard? Yeah, definitely. International year of the wizard. Oh, fantastic. It's be fucking magic. It's be huge wands fucking <laughs> everywhere. Um, but what was really funny, though... Oh, question. Yo, hey. As a wizard, <laughs> are you rocking the wand or are you doing like a Gandalf staff? If you I, were going to, if you were going to be the wizard of twenty twenty two, are you going to be Harry Pottering it with a little, you know, stick, or are you going to gand off it with? I, a, I think I'd staff it up. I'd love to win the you? staff back. Wouldn't you? No yeah. one wanders up the street with a staff anymore, and I think there's a chance to bring it back big time. I reckon you're going to have to regrow the beard, though. It is I a beardy thing. It is a. But very we're trying to modernise the stuff. I mean, you don't want to make the the staff too cliche. True. You want to modernise it. You want to make it a bit more bold, a bit more out there. A staff, an any man staff, like a staff that any man can carry, or woman. Question. Why staff normally only for men? Fuck that. Well, I don't know. Female wizardry. Female (laughs) wizardry. I don't know, though, but question. Is your staff like a steampunk-style staff? Or is it just a bit of long wood? Well, that's a thing, isn't it? Because you got the chance of going old school in regards to like very foresty and earthy and like twisted timber and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. An, like it looks like it's been designed, but it's natural. Came With the, some sort of crystal at the top. Oh, there'd have to be something there. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a stick. Yeah, it's just a long stick. Yeah. Um, but then you got the chance. Yeah, you got the whole, you know, um, time pieces and old. Wizardry Ooh, sort of thing. pieces. You know, all that kind of stuff. So it becomes very much that. Because um, if you're not going to rock the long thing. beard, that means you're probably not going to rock the flowing cape and flowing out the cloak. Moo-moo, but, I'll tell you the what, cloak. If, but if you're going to go back and you're going to make, I mean, see, we had the sort of how we had the stick. Mm. And then you got that kind of the modern stuff. Mm. If you're doing the modern stuff, I think you can have the big jacket, though. Oh, like past a, the knee, like, sort of. Like nearly even a Matrix-style jacket, except maybe not black. Oh, okay. You know, maybe it becomes deep like... deep crushed purple velvet? Y- y- I mean... I mean, do I dare say it? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I do. <laughs> Haven't been thinking about it. But maybe. 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 <laughs> I think you could do like a really good charcoal grey, too. Yeah, but you'd have to have some sort of silver-threaded pattern through it, I would imagine. Not just a bold. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, a nice colour, a bold colour, but not too bold. Not too strong. Or in Accentuating the jacket. In wizardry, some sort of constellation quietly embroidered 
into the jacket. So you go, well, what's that? And then all of a sudden, oh. it's, the, it's the key to the universe. And maybe, depending on which <laughs> angle you look at it from, it gives you a different perspective. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a 3D follow me sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Like those pictures your mum and dad used to have. You know, someone's caught a fish. Oh, no, no. I oh. can't see a fish now. Now no, it's I a can. deer. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> or what they did with the footy cards where you just turned them. Well, have yeah. we got the ball? Haven't got the ball. That's, got the ball? Haven't got the ball. That is a little bit, how I say, cheap. Uh, compared low to, budget. Compared to what we're after. Yeah. Or, because we're going to be in 2022, you could have some sort of hollow jacket where it actually looks, it's a material which is actually a TV screen. Because we've got bendy TV oh, yeah. screens now. Yeah, true. And you could, you know, maybe have your, the whole expanse of the Maybe your jacket, right? your your... Your cloak jacket, mm. not a clacket. A clacket. <laughs> and this can't be a joke. Show us your clacket. <laughs> let's, call it a, let's call it a cloak. Re- release, <laughs> release the clacket. Cloak slash jacket. I, I don't know. Don't know. They have to rebrand that. Okay, we'll yeah. workshop it. But um, but I mean that can be your phone screen. Perfect. Maybe it's just it's used as your phone. Yeah, fantastic. Maybe it's a, or it can't be a facket. <laughs> Do you know what I'd like though? If I was going to have a staff, not like the one I've already got, I'd like something that was a bit more telescopic, where it doesn't appear to be a staff. Oh, it extends when needed. And very now. A little bit like what the police use to bash people. Yeah, pretty much. The, the metal stick just goes Perfect. up and then you just smash the shit out of them. That's all. Oh, could you imagine you mix. Because Disney own everything now. True. Lord of the Rings. Yes. Star Wars. Yes. The Light Staff. The Light Staff. And you use the Force. We could have um, Dark Lord of the Rings. Dark Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> I did say on, on Obi Wan Frodo. <laughs> speaking of Disney, I did actually see something I found very funny. Yes. It was just a man that said, "Someday, future archaeologists are going to dig up Disney World and think it was some bizarre mouse worshipping cult." <laughs> <laughs> the mouse worshipping, and it kind of makes sense because you think about it. Centuries down the track, they dig this thing up. And he's got all these statues of mice everywhere. Yes, yeah, the the mouse. Like, wow, this people but do worship we, them. Do we honestly believe that that time in the future, Earth is just not going to be called Disney? Well, there's a point. Earth might be rebranded completely. Correct. They're going I mean, to buy I mean, it Musky out. Muskie would have taken off already and taken half the population with him. Yeah. They've gone and repopulated a moon somewhere. He's got the Tesla moon. Yep. They've just brought Disney back. Yes. Walter's back, finally. Finally. Brought his head out of the Futurama style. Yep. So... Yeah, true. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, actually, Disney World is exactly what Earth will be. Hmm. Mm, Happiest go. place on Earth. So, the Doctor's daughter. Yes. <laughs> so, it works out. I used to love this one because it cracks me up every time. And it was mm. her birthday. So, it came up again. Oh, happy birthday. Me. Um, so, she played the Doctor's daughter in Doctor Who. Mm. Um, and it was um, basically uh, David Tennant. Uh, was actually the doctor involved in this one. Yes. Who I believe is the best doctor out of the latest doctors. Very, very good. It's just so, so good. Mm. Um, but it works out that they actually met on set um, and he is now married to her. So essentially the, the doctor's married to his own daughter. Oh, that's a... And to make it even weirder, mm. she is actually the daughter of one of the Doctor Who stars from the early incarnations. So Peter Davidson, who played the um, the cricketer, Oh fuck no! He's actually she's actually the daughter of a doctor. Played the doctor's daughter in a future episode and, and married, married someone playing the doctor. And they reckon Tasmanians are incestuous. Yeah. Wow. I know. I think that's its own category on the I'll internet. I'll tell you what: if she doesn't get done by a few sonic drew- screwdrivers in her time, <laughs> sonic screwdriver. Woo, tell, that's like like a staff. It that's is like a little wand. Yeah, it's a, it's a Doctor wand. Who wand. It's a power wand, though. It is. It's not the size of the wand that matters, Troy. It's what you do with it. It is not. It's not the size of the man that it fits all. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. Yeah, wouldn't lie. No. Oh, dear me. This 2022, I tell you, it's changed everything. It's it the sequel to 2020. I love this one because it's 2020. Two. Two. Like as well as. Yeah. Yeah. So we had 2020, which was a shit show. We thought, it, we thought it was gone. 2021 yes. was no better, really. Hmm. And now we've got the sequel to 2020. Speaking of... What a great year it's going to be. <laughs> my sister 
received from our mother. No, my sister received from our other sister a T-shirt. And it said, 2019, avoid negative people. 2020, avoid positive people. <laughs> <laughs> 2022. Avoid people. Avoid people. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was genius. That's good, actually. That is very, very good. Look at that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's Do like, um, but it's like when you go and get a test. Like I had to get my first COVID test here weeks ago. Well, be two weeks ago when you listen to this. Right. So I was a bit fluey and coldy. And yes. One of our rules of the workplace now is if you don't kind of work on well, you need to go and get a test. And then once it's negative, you can then come back to the workplace. Right. Um, and that's the PCR test? Uh, Up the oh, nose, like yeah. full-on cavity. Yeah. I mean, saying that wasn't bad whatsoever. Mm. They've obviously either changed how they do it. Yes. Or they've or, or they've realised that they don't need to do it how they did it before. They don't I'm assuming really that need maybe to touch the, the brain. I'm assuming that the testing they're doing now is maybe better. Mm. So they don't need to quite yeah massage the brain with the cotton <laughs> bud. But it was no different to me just putting my finger in my nose a little bit. Like it was nothing. Having a, having a reach round. Yeah. Getting a big boog. Popping that out. Done. Was was it, did you feel like a little bit total recall where he's trying to get the tracker out of the nose? <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, it was nothing like that. Oh. So I, I basically didn't even feel it. It was nothing. Just so slipped it in. I, kind of, I was a bit disappointed, I've got to be honest. Because <laughs> all the bad news and the bad stories about yes. COVID testing, like I expected to come out with like a blood nose for months. <laughs> you know, I expected to be able to like hear it scratching in my head. Yes. Like I expected things to, maybe even superpowers to happen. You know, oh, like that would have been I'm, good. I'm wandering around the house. So I'm, you know, you have those moments like I'm going to try and move that with my mind. Oh, and I do it all the time. It worked. I'd be like, it was because of the COVID test. No, it well, was because it. of your staff. Because oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're a wizard. I'm a fucking wizard. <laughs> yeah, so, but no, it's all good. Yeah. Excellent. So, COVID. Fun oh, times. Bless you. Mm. Now, one more thing back on Christmas because yes. I know it was ages ago. So um, long ago. So long ago. Uh, did you see what happened to uh, President-elect, or the President of the United States, Mr. Joe Biden? Oh, no, but God, with poor old Uncle Joe, it could be anything. Uncle Joe. So Uncle Joe did this great thing, and I think it's a tradition that's been passed down from El Presidente to El Presidente, where they jump on the phone on Christmas Eve. And now obviously... Like, 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 did he smash the screen? No, no, no. So they jump on the phone on Christmas Eve and just do a bit of a, a random phone call. And if you believe that that's random, then you've got another thing coming. Right. Um, <laughs> but they, they, they live broadcast the president talking to a couple of the kiddies, you know, how you doing? Are you, oh, are you pumped for Santa? Just a random call. Just a random just, call. Just find a random house somewhere in the States. Yep, exactly. So Mr. Biden and his wife, Jill, they were there. Oh, good on um, They were taking part in the annual program where NORAD, the North American Aerospace and Defence Command, tracks Santa around the world. Um, and Mr. Biden said to one child, uh, Santa's really moving, man, and that's a really heavy sleigh, man. He calls everyone man, which is interesting yep. for a 70-year-old yeah, white American. He's pretty hip, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's hip to the green. He knows what yeah, the kids are doing yeah. in the 80s. Um, anyway, so he was asked all the kids what they wanted and kids were saying, you know, they wanted a piano or a Nintendo switch or a Barbie doll. And then any, one of the, the youngest kids who was only two years old said, be happy with everything. Everything. And anything. Sorry, oh, happy anything. with anything. Yes, I'll be happy with everything. Now, have a Merry Christmas and a wonderful Christmas as well. Um, Mr. Biden told them later on. Um, now may, make sure you're in bed by nine o'clock because if you sleep between nine and 12, if you're not asleep between 9 and 12, Santa doesn't show yep, up. I'm waiting to see what's coming Have here. Have a wonderful Christmas, wonderful <laughs> Christmas. And then there was a father called Jared, who was also on the call. And he just went, let's go, Brandon. And uh, the- Brandon. Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. And the president went, let's go, Brandon. I agree, Mr. Biden replied, apparently not getting the joke. Now, I'm not sure whether or not you know- but apparently, Let's Go Brandon has become code amongst the American oh, no. conservatives for the vulgar phrase, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a running joke on social media. Really? Um, and has become the staple of the anti-Biden protests. Basically, it's been adopted by some party uh, things. Its origins are in NASCAR. Bless NASCAR. Uh, at a race in Alabama on October 2nd, my birthday, a driver named Brandon Brown was being I was interviewed. Where it came from. Yeah. Interview, a driver named Brandon Brown was being interviewed on NBC News when the crowd behind him, 
not him, the crowd behind him, um, started chanting. The reporter interviewed Brown suggested they were saying, let's go, Brandon, when, in fact, they were saying, fuck Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Is that serious? Yeah, well, apparently Alabama is not a friendly territory for Mr. Biden. It's a Democrat, and Donald Trump won that state 62 to 37 in the the presidential election. They don't really love him then. So Brandon was being interviewed, and, you know, he'd won the race and all that kind of stuff, and all they could hear is, you know, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden. And the, the reporter obviously tried to put a bit of a yep. spin on it. And it was like, let's go, Brandon. And now it's become the clean way of saying, fuck you. Correct. That's <laughs> funny. So he got trolled and he went, yeah, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> See, I thought when he said that, it was something like actually like a branding, like cattle. Something might have the been Brandon. some kind of racist sort of a thing. Like Beverly Hills 90210. Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, true. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll make my pop culture references back in the 90s so yeah, we both get it. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's going back a bit. Shannon. Shannon. No, and Brandon. Yeah. I'm trying to think what their surnames were. I don't remember now. Not that it matters. Oh, if you can remember the surname. To, to, oh, there would be people that do. Of course. Beverly Hills 90210. There that was Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> He's not with us anymore. He no, died a few years ago. He did, yeah. Mm. Oh, Spelling, Tori. Tori Spelling, yeah. That's where she got that Oh, her. Mr. Spelling's daughter. Yes, Green. Um, Toby Green. Don't, not Toby Green. Um, Brian Green. Brian Green. There's, um, he's got a middle name too, though. Brian something Green, I think it is. One of those Like cool all serial names. killers. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I can't. Anyway, look, mm. if you know what the cast of Beverly Hills 90210 <laughs> are doing now, yeah, don't really you've know. got no fucking life. Because um, quite and there's Jenny someone on there too. Jenny McCarthy? No, it wasn't Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> no, but she was the blonde. And then it spun off to Morrow's Place, too. Heather Locklear. Except, yeah, except it was the adult version, kind of, of 90210. Was that what it was? It was the grown-up version. Well, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't um, school kids. It was people in working lives. And yeah. All Living around a pool, having sex with each other. Awesome. Yeah. It's just what you do. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway. Um, now, what else is going on, Mr. Barnes? Well... There's been a couple of things that I've discovered. Mm-hmm. One of them, you're going to love this. I love everything, mate. Love What's everything. rule number one, mate? Don't put your dick in crazy. Yeah. Did you know? <laughs> and I've discovered this just recently. Yes. In Texas. Oh, bless. There is a crazy girl saloon. Is there That's now? That's what it's called. Crazy girl saloon. Crazy girl saloon. Oh, you know that that's full of women who just go, woo! That's definitely worth Let's it. Let's go, bitches! It, it, is, it is so full of that. That's, that's actually the entrance fee. Like, you don't pay money. You just rock up with some sort of cock-shaped hat and go, woo! Let's go, bitches! <laughs> Mankinis allowed. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Standard attire. Uh, but it's, they're saying it's the, uh, the best dive bar around. It's a dive bar. Yep. Pool tables, dartboards, cornhole, horseshoes, karaoke, <laughs> like- <laughs> live music, outdoor seating and a stage, great prizes and the best bartenders. I know that because every post has mm. got a girl saying, come in and see this bartender and give them tips. And strangely enough, they're all incredibly unattractive. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> crazy girl. So how can you not put your dick in crazy when they've got bars that have all the crazies? I think maybe the rule's wrong. You reckon? I, maybe, maybe. Do you get a pass because it's Texas? I mean, maybe. I mean, she's obviously there just because of her bar skills. Yeah. So nothing to do with the fact she's not wearing a shirt. Oh, well, you know, why would you? Maybe they just it don't pay hot. enough. Gets, They're not tipping enough. That's a problem. Exactly. Mm. Gets hot in Texas, you know. That's apparently <laughs> it does. So, yeah, crazy girls alone. I reckon, though, what you'd need to do. Maybe you need to geographically judge your crazy. Like geographically? Yeah. Like okay. what's crazy in Texas is maybe not crazy in Melbourne. Oh, okay. So in Melbourne, if you met crazy, you're like, oh, fuck, I can't want me to get you. But you met that same girl in Texas and it's on a bell curve and it's like, fuck, you're not even at the peak. No, I mean, when you compare to all the other around, mm. it's like you're not crazy at all. Not at all. You're <laughs> the same one. Yeah. You passed year six. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Maybe I'm in the wrong country. That's what it is. <laughs> you just need to go to a batshit country yeah. and find the not-so-crazy-crazy. Crazy. That's a fa- Oh, it's just great. Or maybe you start up Tassie's Crazy Bar. Oh, that would work. Wouldn't it ever? Wouldn't there be enough crazy girls in Tassie? Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to think about that for long. Uh, I've met some of them. 
I'm married to one of them. <laughs> How's that going for you? No, it's awesome. Of course she is. Once again, good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I discovered, mm-hmm. and this will interest you because this is serious. I don't know if you remember, but here a little while back, um, I think we haven't maybe named the episode after it. Mm. Um, we spoke about the fact of the Netflixes of the world and all that kind of thing. Yes. Wouldn't it be great if we could actually watch it together and comment on things and like all the rest of it and watch it all in real time but in a different place? Oh, yeah. So it's just like going to the cinema only staying at home. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But you, you know, you could, like, I know you're watching at the same time and all the rest of it, and you can text each other and talk about things and comment on it and all that kind of stuff. Remember when we yeah, talked about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was, that was, that was when we were remote podcasting, but we were both in the same state. Oh, there you go. I think that's so when that it was. That was around when COVID on the coast of Tassie. Just COVID on the coast. COVID on the coast. <laughs> it's the worst fun oh. run. It's the worst fun <laughs> run in the history of the world. COVID on the coast. COVID on the coast. Everyone's on a treadmill yeah. and you're doing it in unison together. <laughs> or it's a function. It's a big concert. COVID on the coast. Maybe it's a new sitcom. No one shows up. COVID on the coast. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people in their own homes not talking to each other. <laughs> so, and then you either do a positive or a negative review. Perfect. Brilliant. So, um, Amazon Prime yes. have watch parties now. Oh, of course they do. Used our fucking idea. Bozos. I'm Bezos. certain that when we talked about that, we would have gone patent, you know? At some point, yeah. Trademark South, Road South Road Boys. Boys Trademark yeah. South Road Boys. We would have said it was ours. Easy. And they've just taken it away. So, you can actually- So, um, are we launching You can basically lawsuit? like, um, you can hire or rent a movie mm. or a series or whatever on Amazon- and you can actually invite your friends, and you can actually do a watch party together and comment real time on the show as you're watching it. And does that pop up on the screen? Um, I believe so. So, or uh, so are you wearing headsets? So basically, that no, you you're watching it. You're not actually headsetting it. It's not like Xbox. Yeah. So you find a movie or a TV show. Mm. Um, you click on the watch party icon on the screen. Uh, blah blah. You enter your name of the um. You'd like to use while chatting, so you're creating your watch party. Mm. Uh, you then share the link with up to 100 people. Oh, shit, so son. Fucking watch all that many Calm people. the fuck down. This isn't, we don't live at fucking Beverly Hills 902. We're not that popular. Exactly. And so the friends thing's joined by clicking on the link. And then once everyone is ready, watch your. You can play, pause, skip, and seek for the group. So that you must control the show, I assume. And there is actually a chat thing on the side of the screen. So, but question, and I reckon I know the answer to this. You and 999 of your closest mates yep. decide that you're going to host the new Spider-Man film that's just come out. Brilliant. Troy's doing a watch along for it. Yep. You pay the $30 through- South Road Boys Watch Party. Perfect. Yep. One, you just deliberately pause it all the time to piss people off because you'd find that funny. A little bit, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> Do do you reckon each one of those people then also need to shell out their thirty bucks? Oh, so they also need to rent the movie? Yeah, I would imagine that they would. wouldn't be a. Th- I mean, wouldn't be a thirty. I'd be like six bucks. Six bucks because they don't. Mate, get, do they? They don't get to control it. With me and my hundred friends, ninety nine friends, mate. Hundred maximum. So yeah, ninety nine friends. Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's going to be a fair bit still. Mm-hmm. That's going to be way six bucks a hit. That's going to be five hundred ninety four dollars. Yeah. Well done, Amazon. Well played. Yeah. That's going to put another- Firstly, knowing I've got that many people that watch a movie with me, good on you. Yeah, and that's going to put another cock in space. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, but I just thought, fuck, they've taken our idea. Well, if they have, we will be starting litigation, I believe, any moment now. Fantastic. Yes. Um, What we need to do is just get someone on that. (laughs) So if there's any lawyers- If you know a Daryl who's a lawyer- Yeah, Yeah, just Uh, uh, hit us up. That'd be awesome. Now, speaking of space, we oh. weren't really, but were you aware that uh, they have launched a new telescope into space? No, I was not. It is the successor to the Hubble telescope. Oh, the Hubble? Well, I mean, what would the Hubble have been done about the 80s, maybe? Uh, I'm sure in some point in time Seems in this so it's article, been going a long time. It would have told You talk, me. let me research that. I'll, All right, you I'll, look it up. So basically, they've spent $14 billion on a telescope, which, you know, is a lot. I don't know whether you're aware of that. It is a bit a bit of a lot of money. Well, just going to say, mate, 1990, actually. Oh, April 24. <laughs> hmm. It was first conceived in the 1940s, and it was initially called the Large Space Telescope. 
Wow. <laughs> you really fucking some, thought about that, didn't you? Got some real marketing yep. genius oh, yeah, And then we got that. some marketing crew in and called it the Hubble Space Telescope. Why was it called Hubble then? Well, apparently this one took three Who decades. It? Was the person and... who invented it, maybe? Oh, yeah. There you go. Edwin Powell Hubble. Hubble, yeah. Um, it took them three decades to get the new one and cost $14 billion. Um, and it's going to help us trace back the origins of the Earth. Fantastic. Named after former NASA director Webb, um, it follows in the footsteps of Hubble, but intends to show humans what the universe looked like even closer to its birth nearly 14 billion years ago. Right, so we're going back to the Big Bang. But Is that what they're saying? Like the birth of the universe? But the thing is, though, right, if you have a look through this telescope yeah. and you're looking all that way back... yeah. You're just looking in history. Like, you're not seeing anything new. Timey-wimey. Let's watch some reruns of your favourite show. But, like, you go, oh, fucking, I've discovered a star. And then all of a sudden you realise, oh, no, that burnt out 12 million years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. But here's how insane it is with its, its vision, right? Right. It can see the heat signature of a bumblebee... At the distance of a moon. What? That's what it's saying. So if a bumblebee made it to the moon, this telescope could pick up its heat signature. It's a bit fucking powerful, don't you think? How does it actually look back in time, though? Well, because that's all light is. Things travel at the speed of light. Mm. So if something is 12,000 light years away, whatever light you see is 12,000 yeah, 12, years old. Yeah, true. You know, space, yeah. mate. Oh, no. <laughs> um, just for the record, too, um, Hubble didn't actually invent the telescope. Uh, Hubble actually discovered the expansion of the universe in the 1920s. Hmm. So um, basically, uh, they just said, you know what? This guy knew his stuff. We're going to name our big new uh, bloody telescope thing after him. There you go. Yeah. And they oh. said, okay, we'll do that then. Um, apparently, the mirror on this particular telescope, six and a half metres, which is three times the size of Hubble's mirror. So, I mean, it's not the size of the mirror, mate. It's what you look at. (laughs) Apparently not. It's what you look at. You know what all that is? Tell me. Fucking wizardry. (laughs) That's all that is. Wizardry. That's what it is. (laughs) Speaking of wizardry, this is not anything to do with it, but fucking magic. So, you obviously, you know, you work in in an office. Did you have a Christmas party? Yeah, we did. A little gathering, you know. We had a bit of a dinner. Couple of dinner on or Christmas dinner. Eve, Eve. Yeah, just mm. a couple of canapes, a couple of drinks. And... Yeah, went out for a meal, a few drinks. Just pretty low key event, but lots of fun. Did it end up with anyone giving someone else a lap dance? No, it didn't. And I've got to admit, probably a good thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because you could probably see that that might skirt around some HR issues. Ah, uh, look, in this day and age, lap dances probably aren't the done office thing. Mm. Could be wrong. Oh, could Maybe be. other offices, but not the one that I work in. Well, maybe if you work at a strip club. Mm-hmm. That's, True. You know, maybe if you work at the, um, the Crazy Girl Saloon. <laughs> the Crazy Girl you Saloon know? is definitely having <laughs> lap dances at the Christmas party. Could they? they would also run a wet yeah. t-shirt competition. It's all about the size of your tips. Exactly. <laughs> Get your tips out. <laughs> Show us your tips. Have you found something <sighs> a bit crazy? A rookie New York police officer went viral. Now, this woman is a cop, right? And her boss thought, you know what? I reckon the good idea is to get the rookie to give me a lap dance. So uh, Vera is her name. Um, uh, Mekuli, I think. Uh, M-E-K-U-L-I, Mekuli. Had no knowledge that her superior um, was a married man. And so she's very, very sorry because apparently it's ended up in him getting in a little bit of trouble with the missus. Uh, Not as much trouble, I believe, is what he's getting with the New York Police Department for getting one of his junior officers to give him a lap dance. Oh, yeah. It's a how, bit of an 80s thing, isn't it, How really? do you reckon that you can walk into wherever you work? Like, just say you've gone to your work party. Yep. You've had a couple of beams and you thought, Fuck, you know what? I've got a mankini. Tonight's the night. <laughs> Tonight's the night. I'm a fucking, I'm a wizard of this bitch. I'm a god. I'm a god. I'm going to twerk it out <laughs> with my boss. Like, I'm going to give my boss 
a lap dance. One thing you don't do with a mancini, though, you don't tail us with it. You don't shake it off. No, you <laughs> certainly <laughs> do not. Do you, there's obviously not much thought about what that relationship's going to move into to the next day. Oh, it's just all jokes. You've got all, all your colleagues it's around. All fun. It's all shenanigans. No. You'd set back the men's liberation movement a couple of decades, wouldn't you? Just... I'm not sure you'd be taken seriously. There, there are certain things that I'm glad of, that things have changed mm. with the world that we live in now. Because when you look back on some stuff, you do look back and think, wow, we really did that? Mm. Um, but And that's one of those things that probably it's a good thing it's changed. <laughs> but I don't even recall back in the decades earlier. I yeah. don't recall any lap dances at work, to be honest. I've so. never received... Actually, fuck no. <laughs> No, I haven't received. Breaking news. <laughs> 1995, I first started working for Optus. And it was, I'm not saying it was the wild, wild west. I'm not by any stretch of the imagination. But that was when the telecommunication industry had been deregulated. So yep. fucking shit was happening everywhere. Wild, wild west. Exactly. And I remember one of the team leaders or centre managers had their birthday, and we had um, a wall of meeting rooms. So each meeting room was divided by concertina doors. So you could turn them into small meeting rooms, which might be a table which would get, you know, six people in it, or you open it up and there's enough for 12 people, or you could open it up and it's even more a big boardroom setting. So there's probably three or four meeting rooms and that could concertina doors it. And I remember sitting there at my desk And all of a sudden you heard the, oh, can you believe that? And there are the senior management team Mm -hmm. and in walks a fatogram. Oh, no. So not only had they decided that it was a great idea to get this person a stripper, they decided, you know what, let's make that person slightly overweight. She ain't heavy, she's my stripper. Yeah, (laughs) she ain't heavy, she's my stripper. Yeah, she had crazy girl bar saloon stamped on her butt. Wow. I just can't imagine. And that was a corporate setting. Yeah, that is. That's really corporate. And it gold, they called the meeting rooms the goldfish bowl because it was just a wall of window. Yep. So you could see exactly what was going on there or who was in there or probably was more the reason for it. Wow. And the whole floor, which would have been 100 people, are just prairie dogging it, <laughs> looking, at, looking over their, their little their pods. I wonder if fatograms are still a thing. Like, I haven't heard that term for a long time. I think they're just called plus-size models, mate. Probably. <laughs> plus-size-o-grams. Jesus, the way the world's changed. <laughs> Miss the old fatogram. Mind you, <laughs> people aren't receiving telegrams at work anymore. True. So would you receive a, slim, a skinny or fatogram? <laughs> I reckon it'd ever be a struggle in this day and age, especially in Tassie, to even find a stripper, to be honest. A stripper of any kind. Well, now you've got your mankini. you got your mankini. <laughs> Could be your side hustle, mate. <laughs> Welcome to South Road Boys Strippers. Yeah. So he's... far, we have Troy available for bookings. He's got a mankini. He's just lost a few kilos. He's ready to just let it go. He's the wizard of stripping. He's fucking wizardry <laughs> of stripping. Exactly. Let him show you his stuff. Ah, oh, see, that's it. And you rock up dressed as Gandalf. Oh, Brilliant. And slowly take the cloak off and yeah. the hood off and, and the, all that kind of stuff. And then the beard as well. And you BYO your stripper pole. That's what oh, your staff that is. That is spectacular. <laughs> Thanks for that. You, just, you knock it three times on the floor and he stands <laughs> up and catches to the ceiling <gasps> and just suckers on both ends and you just jump up and swing upside down and <laughs> can off gone crazy. I tell you what, cash money, take my money now. <laughs> I would so love to see you do that. <laughs> Yeah, just get one of those telescopic stripper poles. Yep, you just got to tap it three times. Suction, suction, strip. Do you reckon there's much call for the for the Gandalf theme male stripper? I don't know. I mean, in saying that, it's probably more of a gay setting. I mean, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the, you know, Lord of the Rings, or yes, maybe it's for weddings. Lord of the Rings. Because nothing says pr- happy nuptials like a male stripper dressed as a wizard. Yep. In a mankini. <laughs> In a mankini. On a stripping pole. Perfect. Upside down. Done. Nuts on his chin. <laughs> Nuts on his chin. <laughs> Just hanging out. Salted cashews. <laughs> Salted 
Not those sort of nuts. <laughs> don't think so. But you know what? I've never tasted them, so. Have you ever been? I mean, I've been to a few weddings. I've yet to go to a wedding where there is a stripper of any description. It's obviously a missed opportunity, <laughs> isn't, isn't it? it ever? Isn't it ever? Imagine the whole night, right? Everyone's saying, <laughs> you know, when, but, well, when's the stripper getting here? But I'll it, try. <laughs> but, but there's no word on the stripper. No one knows anything about a stripper. Like the, you wouldn't mention it. Anyway. Oh, it's kept in the downline. Yeah, and you look at it, and like you've got the you got the um, the bride. Yes, and you got um, what do you got? The matron of honor and two bridesmaids. Yes. And then you'll go over and you've got the groom. Yes, best and man. And you've got the best man. And you've got three groomsmen. It's like, yep. why are there three? And, big, big, and long why, table. Why is, that, why is that guy that looks really old, like big beard? Like, what's going on with that? What's with the cloak? <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly halfway through the event, just before they do the bride of waltz, the groom gets up and goes, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a surprise. <laughs> Smoke machine. There's a little bit of white snake or akadak or something kicks in. And then suddenly out of nowhere... Old man in the groom's side gets up. No, you'd think he'd come out to dun 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 work for a Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, Game of Bones. And then he just comes around the corner, no pun intended, around the corner of the table, steps in the front of everyone. Yes. Brings out his staff, just goes Jumps upside down. Yeah. The suit comes off. It's one of those Velcro ones. Just Absolutely. rips it. There's a lime mankini underneath. <laughs> and he's upside down. Tasteful Nuts lime on his mankini. chin. But I tell you what, the beard, though, yep. it hides the nuts on the chin. So no one wants to be seeing that. No. Because the beard stays where it is. Oh, that it defies droop. gravity. Yeah. Well, because what you do is you, you actually braid the beard into your pubes. Oh, brilliant. The beard could become <laughs> the mankini. Correct. Fuck. <laughs> Wedding strippers. Wedding strip. That's where the money's at, mate. Could be. Wow. Opportunity. I would love to go to a wedding where that actually happened. Imagine it. Uh, like it's, it's a normal wedding. Everything's all sitting down. Everything's all great. And suddenly the best man stands up, taps his glass. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'd just like to get your attention, please. Um, we're looking at the first dance of the evening. <laughs> It's like, yeah, Jenny, I haven't told you about this, but you're going to love it. Bob, you're going to get a kick out of this. It's like when we went to Thailand. Yeah, you, know when I, you know when I said that would it be okay if my dad sat at the table with me? It's not my dad, Bob. Kate, oh, you're going to love this. Mum, close your eyes. <laughs> DJ Gary, hit it! The smoke machine kicks in. Imagine if, like, you know, three or four people come out actually with the drums, just like bashing the drums oh, through the smoke. That would be great. And then he comes out. Fucking <laughs> 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 brilliant. Oh, I mean. Imagine following that up with the wedding waltz, though. I mean, it's just hey. not going to have the impact, is it? But maybe what maybe what the, the the stripping wizard would then start flinging out is like as part of a magic trick, like because out of the sleeve you can't hardly see anything. Instead of producing, you know, nap uh, bloody um, silk scarves or whatever, it's, yeah. it's garter belts and oh, and bloody bouquets and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, the next person to get married will catch the lime green mankini. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Because all be, the ladies are going to jump up for that one. Actually, it'd be it would be more if if the best man stands up and goes, "Oh, can we can we put a couple of chairs in the middle of the dance floor? <laughs> Could the bride and groom take a seat in front of all the people that love them the most?" <laughs> you said I was in charge of entertainment. This bloke's a wizard. <laughs> uh, and that is why you don't have Daryl as your best man. Yeah, true. That's the reason why. But maybe it's the reason why you should have Daryl as your best man. Well, it's going to be a wedding that everyone remembers. Isn't it? Missed opportunities. I still think everyone's been married up to now that listens to this is going to go, why didn't we think of that? Well, I've only been married three times, so I reckon number four. (laughs) We're there? Why not? Mate, I'll organise it. Perfect. I mean, mean, do you reckon... As a bit of a side hustle, though, because, I mean, this... There's a side hustle on top of this. You don't think this is enough? <laughs> the, the stripping wizard. <laughs> but if that person... Because you've got to imagine 
you may be getting two gigs a week. Maybe a sad day and a Sunday. Yeah. I mean, this day and age, I mean, people get married anywhere, anytime. Like the so. goodies, mate. Like the goodies. But if you are the stripping wizard, um, you probably can do two weddings in a day. You can do your lunchtime wedding and then you can do your nighttime wedding. Maybe, though, you could get a bit of a side hustle going and do funerals as well. Liven it up a little bit. Fantastic. Because nothing says like, you know, a party, like a funeral. Uh, especially <laughs> if that's a person actually like in charge of the funeral. I mean, like, what is that person called that actually looks after the funeral itself and speaks and orchestrates everything? And The person who does the googly, the yeah, eulogy. Yeah, I mean, what's their actual Master official? of ceremonies, probably. I don't know. MC. MC's um, wizard. That's a Gandalf now. <laughs> MC Gandalf. Speaking of death, though. So. Yes. Um, you've been a busy man over the last week. I have. Yep. Um, you may have missed something. I I have a vague recollection that we do have another update for Celebrity Deadpool, Deadpool News. News. We do. Who do we have, Mr. Barnes? Archbishop Desmond Tutu has oh, fallen that's off right. the perch. Fucking hell. I tell you mm. what, that's a big name. He a pa died. <laughs> oh, wow. A died? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a good joke? Is it a bad joke? You know what? Strippers at a funeral. <laughs> a pa died. I reckon... Was he a grandfather? <laughs> I'd nearly have to be, wouldn't he? He was 90. Yeah, a pa died. <laughs> there you go. So it's fine. Yes, um, yeah, Desmond Tutu. Archbishop who, who, Desmond um, Tutu. Yeah, like, I must admit, I hadn't heard his name for a long time. Well, he's 90, so, you know, he's not yeah. getting out of bed. But he was one of those people during, <clears throat> I mean, I'm kind of thinking it was probably during, what, 80s, 90s that I remember his name being mentioned quite a bit. Around the blood so, diamond parts of South Yeah, because yeah, it was all about, you know, getting rid of apartheid and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Was he? Yes. Okay. I thought that was just mainly Nelson Mandela. No, no, no. no he no. was. Um. Yeah. He was a. He was a big one. He was basically wanting. Um. I suppose the equalisation between the whites and the blacks in yes. South Africa and all the rest of it and blah blah blah. And it was interesting though. The one thing I did read is that once um the uh, uh the black population. I don't know if that's the right term for South Africa yes. to call that, but once they started taking over um places of politics and so forth. Mm-hmm. He then also was an advocate for not becoming like the white population was prior to them. A reverse Like, don't just don't become what they were. Yes, let's this be better. still needs to be better. Yeah. Which is interesting because it shows that he wasn't just a, this needs to be not a racist issue, this is, we need to be better issue. Well, it just needs to be, I think what they were really saying is just, there just needed to be a course correction in South Africa where you have the majority of the population um, are people of colour and, and they have no representation in politics and, and all that kind of stuff. So let's make that correction. Yeah. Let's let's have a free and democratic society where, you know, people who vote, everyone gets an equal and opportunity vote and, you know, we'll put the people in power who the people want. Yeah, Sort of much. thing. Uh, all I remember of uh, Desmond Tutu is we wore purple. He was like Prince. Yeah, 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 you're right. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like I just when I when I in my mind see a picture of Desmond Tutu, it's just always in purple. Was he Catholic? Oh, that is a very interesting. I'm assuming point. he was a member of the Catholic Church. We'll see if I can as an find Archbishop. Out. I'm not sure that any other um, uh, religious denominations, maybe Church of England, doesn't say. Oh, look, I'm certain it does, but from everything I'm reading, it does go on for quite a while. Does he give the nod to, you know, his holiness at the Vatican City? Um, it doesn't say anything that I can see while I'm there. You could probably find out if you needed to. But but the interesting thing that I found as well is that um, it wasn't just race either. So he was against, um, or he was a basically um, speaking about gay rights and climate change and also assisted death as well. Oh, okay. Yep. So it wasn't just a case of, you know, he's trying to um, get rid of apartheid and, and basically bring equalisation with the race in South Africa. Hmm. It's more a case he, he was against, you know, this and that and that and try to bring, a, I suppose, a better country together. And apparently that's one of the reasons why they reckon he actually had a really broad appeal and was loved by so many people because it wasn't just that this is a racing. Hmm. It's like we just want a better country for everyone. Well, there um, you go. Um, he's Anglican. So derived go. from... Uh, the identity of the Church of England, um, and we don't need to go into. But even Barack Obama, and all that kind of um, stuff. former US Pres, yes, um, said that um, Archbishop Tutu 
was a moral compass for me and so many others. It's a big wow. term, isn't it? Just a right. moral did all right. compass. I mean, he's seen as someone who's fairly loved universally. Obviously, he's got people who, in the States, who maybe don't like him, but I think worldwide... Barack's seen in a pretty good light. Yeah, I think outside of the United States of America, he's the view on him is not as polarizing. Yeah. Um, I look. I always looked at him as a favorable choice to being president of the free world. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. yeah he was he no was, Gandalf on a stripper pole, but he was no Gandalf on a stripper pole. Mm. But he would have rocked up to a wedding that would have had one. Yeah. So, um, so I'm not going to go into the um. The life story of Desmond Tutu, to be honest. Um, I just don't know, don't know enough. Mm. Uh, and I'll be just researching and reading off a page. But I will say one thing, though. Mm. Two people had him on the Deadpool list. So they picked up 10 points. Yep. And one of those people also had the gardener, Mr. Kundal. Oh, shit. That's so 24 someone, someone is coming home strong 24 in 2021. In like a matter of two weeks. Yeah, so we were talking not long ago that Deadpool was... Dead, Dead and buried. Like, there was nothing happening with it. <laughs> there was the it was a triple with a pole. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So now suddenly a couple of people have died. One of those people has had both of them. So we may that have a person, late charge for Deadpool. That person may be the wizard. Mm. So in January <laughs> of Deadpool twenty twenty one. Fucking wizardry. There will be an announcement in in January. Yes. Um saying of who has won mm. the celebrity Deadpool. And I tell you what. This person could be right up there. Get the chocolates. Mm. My giddy aunt. Which does make me wonder as well, mm. is he knocking people off? Yeah, look, that's always. But the burden of proof is on everybody else who's playing Celebrity Deadpool to be able to prove that that person has a nefarious that's intent true. and has contributed, actively contributed to the death of those yeah. people. And I've got to say, look, if I had wanted to, and it isn't me that's picked up these points, Mm. If I wanted to, I don't think it would have been a hard thing to get rid of Peter Cundall. No, I mean, mate. I wouldn't think his security detail would have been huge. Yeah. And he's in Tasmania as well. Like, yeah. you know, he'd be pretty easy to find. Uh, and he's not doing, not doing a lot of work, you know. No. I reckon you could get him there for a telethon. Like, or some sort of, you know, opening a garden centre in Burnie. Yep. Let's just call his agent, get Peter up. Yeah, oh, he'd love that. Fucking oath he would. Well, he would have done. Wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I say, um, Archbishop Tutu. In South Africa? That'd be a little bit tougher. Yeah. Only because of COVID. Only, to fly. Yeah, exactly. The international borders are open now, though. They are, but so, not with the new, you know, whatever strain it is. Of the new variant? Yeah, the new variant. Not a lot of people are travelling to South Africa. True. So, not likely that you would have made your way to South Africa. Not without some fucking wizardry. Not without some fucking wizardry. Knocked off Archbishop Desmond Tutu Maybe. at 90. And wizardry your way back. Maybe mm. when Santa dropped off some prezies, I just made my way into the back of the sleigh. Yes. Got dropped off in South Africa, knocked him off, and then got a plane back. Well, so here's the thing, right? And I know this is going to be a not popular point of view. I know this is not going to be a popular point of view. But fucking, I'm going to put it out there. <sighs> The world at the Drop moment. Truths. Well, the world at the moment is very much. We've got new variants. We've got at least three or four different variants of COVID nineteen. If you watch Loki on Disney Plus, they had lots of variants. Lots of variants, <laughs> and so there is a big concern about, especially in Tassie, our beautiful mm-hmm. subtropical island paradise. We've put the drawbridge down, and you know, bring the great unwashed unto us. Yep. Fucking, why did we allow? Patient Zero or the super spreader, Santa, to even fucking come. Because everyone loves Santa. But he went to every single house. Could you imagine the contact tracing for that? I mean, everyone is. Imagine how long it would take him to fucking check in everywhere. Exactly. (laughs) Well, he's going to people's homes. He doesn't need to check in. Well, I suppose there's a point. And he's in a private residence, doesn't even need to wear a mask. mask. No. I mean, maybe there are some countries that he may have needed to have the, the double jab. But who's going to be checking him? Mm, He's there in the dead of night. Transportation, reindeer. Like, <laughs> you can't do that through telemarine. I mean, come on. Yeah. Everyone is, a, a, at the least, a close contact mm. with the vid of some description. And I'm going to lay the burden squarely at the man in red. Oh, okay. I believe Santa is to blame. Santa's fucked us all. Fucked us in the A. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So take so that, So that's kids. the clause of COVID. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he just went and elfed himself, you know. Oh, fuck. Anyway, roadies, it has been yet another delightful year, 2021. Hasn't it ever? Been, it's gone by the time you've listened to this. We certainly hope that 2022 uh, brings you all the people that you love back to our shores or whatever shores you're in. Um, and yeah, that 2022 is a bit bigger than 2021. Um, just going to point out too, to finish this one off, mm. there's a bit of great news for 2021 because we didn't have a lot of great news in 2021. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I love great news. The new Spider-Man movie yes. is the first movie to pass a billion dollars yes. since 2019 pre-COVID. Wow. Well done, Peter Parker. Well done. Well done. Your wizardry. <laughs> your friendly neighborhood billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, roadies, um, we will see you fully in the new year, and I reckon probably by the end of January we would have, you know, tabulated the results and cross-checked and cross-referenced everything, mm. got everyone's dead pull in. Um, the last couple of days left of December are here. There could be more deaths still. By the time you've heard this, there may have been a couple more. We, exactly. By the time you hear this, we would have still had another six days. If Macaulay Culkin dies in the next week, just Fuck. previous since reading this, yes. I'm winning. I'm there. <laughs> All you need's one death. And I said fucking a year or so ago, yes. every list should have a Culkin. And if you didn't fucking listen to me, and Macaulay fucking died, mm. fuck you all, fucking wizardry, I win. <laughs> well, that is, unless, of course, Mr. Barnes, I get the youngest of the Windsors, <laughs> who's, I think, three. <laughs> I put him on the list. You did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, but look, they're never going to be left home alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, roadies, on that, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Wizards. In Mankinis. <laughs> on stripper poles. At funerals. Bang! <laughs>